Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friend, Steve Porter. Hello. Denny Sunderly. Hi there. And back on the controls, our very own Fiasco. Hey, everybody. So this week, uh, we are going to talk about the uh, best restaurants with shows. With shows. Now, that leaves a lot of interpretation, and... Uh, I intentionally did that, and we don't coordinate our responses uh, to this. Just kind of throw the topic out there. Everybody comes in, and as someone just needed to be reminded a moment ago, when they started talking about what's on their lists for things, save it for the show, because we want it all to be nice and fresh. Right, Steve? Yeah. (laughs) So we have not coordinated these lists in any way, shape, or form, but I'm going to start off um, with uh, what I consider to be the best dinner and show at Walt Disney World. I'd be surprised if anybody disagreed with me on this, but hoop de doo review. Amen. Mm-hmm. I was just there again the other night for Sean's birthday. Um, and I can't tell you how many times I've seen this show. It is the longest-running dinner show in America. been running consistently since the late 70s, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And no matter how, and it's the same show every time. It's not like it changes. Mm-hmm. Well, it, uh, Christmas, there's some Christmas. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like generally speaking, the show remains very, very consistent. Um, the jokes are kind, you know, always the same. It's, mm-hmm. but still hilarious and really, really, really well done. Is 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 hoop de do not on anybody's list? Nope, number one, on, number one on my list. Mine too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fiasco. So. I can't put Hoopty Doo as number one. Um, I haven't been since I was a kid, but remembering back as a kid, I thought the show was really entertaining. However, and this was like 15 years ago, so it holds no weight now. Don't use it to judge anything. This is just what happened to me 15 years ago and why I might have not been back to Hoopty Doo in a while because of it. Uh, I did get food poisoning there 15 years ago. No, that'll turn you off to it. So I haven't been back since I was a kid, so I can't I can't classify it as like my top or close to my top. But I do remember it being good, and I've only heard good things about it, which is you know telling me I should probably get back there. You probably should. Yeah. yeah. So what is what what is on your list? Give me one from your list, Fiasco. Uh, so I don't know if you would all classify this as a show, but if we use the term kind of loosely, I'd like to say Tep and Edo is definitely on my list. Mm-hmm. I love some hibachi. I was actually just talking to Pete the other day about about hibachi and how Haley's been cooking me up some stuff. But uh, while Tep and Edo isn't the best hibachi food I've ever had, their cooks are absolutely phenomenal with the tricks and stuff that they could do, like throwing eggs in their hat and uh, the, all, all the different things, the, the Mickey Volcano, which everybody does, but um, the, just the tricks they do with like the shrimp tails and everything. I, really, really stellar performances by the chefs. I don't have this on my list, but I will add, I think that they have some jokes at Tempanetto that are like, you know, like you said, the volcano thing, that happens at all Hibachi places. Sure. But I've noticed that some of the the chefs and the, the the cooks there are have unique jokes 
that I haven't heard at any other place. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, this is not just like the standard script that they're going on. They let these guys do some creative things and some fun things. So I think if you've done Hibachi before, it's still worth checking out. Absolutely. Well, and you're in the middle of Epcot's World Showcase. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Just the getting to be there. And, of course, it's Disney does Hibachi. And it's so much fun. They are entertaining. Absolutely. Was that on anyone else's list? It was not on mine. I considered it, but I did not officially yeah, put it on the list. Yeah, me too. It's not on my list. So okay. it really doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not on my list. It really doesn't count. Wrong answer. Next. All right, Danny, what about you? Uh, okay. give, give us one from your list. Beer Garden. Beer Garden's on my list. So I've recently been with, um, uh, just a, a couple of times recently, with a team of friends. And whether you like sauerkraut or not, sauerkraut is not my favorite. Um, there's something for everyone there. And the show is so much fun. Like, you can, if you want to get up and dance to a polka, you can do it because everybody else is doing it too. Steve does that all the time. Yeah, it's my favorite activity. As as you do. So, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And the pretzel bread alone is a winner in my book. I agree with you. I think it, 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 you know, it's good. Uh, We gave the, uh, gave the, uh, Buffet for Lunch, uh, a fairly good review, mm-hmm. not that long ago. It did not make my list, okay. therefore it really isn't important. <laughs> um, but I, I would agree with you. It, it, it's it a good show. It almost made my list. I was really considering it. And it was kind of when you think of uh, entertainment, and that was kind of the, one of the first things that came to mind, but then I had a couple that, that beat it out. Okay. Um, it's just fun. Fun. Yeah. fun. Fun. So what's one on yours, Steve? Okay, this one I don't know, you know. I'll, I'll just say, I'll go out and say it. I think Trader Sam's has some, yes, it's not, it's seen as a bar, but there are small plate options there that I think you can make a meal out of. And there certainly is a lot of entertainment going on in there. Like, you know, guys swimming around with all the different, you know, things that are happening on the walls and everything like that. So while it's not a typical restaurant, I think you can make a meal out of it and be entertained. This one I'm going to disagree with you on. If we're talking about Walt Disney World's Trader Sam's, I think it is way too over the top. I think it is too, they, they try too hard to the point okay. where you can't enjoy yourself. You can't have a conversation with someone because every three minutes, they, you know, it, it, you know <laughs> it, 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 it just like I, I look at the one out in California. Uh, let me finish. I know, I know, I know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm looking at, the, you know, I, I think of the one out in California, which is where this all, where it all started, and it seems like the insecure younger, ours seems like the insecure younger brother trying to overcompensate to seem like they're cool, and in the process, they just make themselves look stupid. Uh, the last time I was in there, I literally, I was so close to getting up and walking out. We're in there with a group of people. I'm trying to talk to somebody, and every time we start talking, somebody's coming around squirting water on you, and there's all these bells and whistles going off. And I'm like, okay, once in a while, that's cute. But when it's constantly, every single drink you order, there has to be some kind of event going on. It just gets old. Okay. Fast. I'll. Here's where I'm going to disagree. I think, yes, there's lots of stuff going on. And as a local, I won't go in there every time. I'll prefer to sit outside sometimes. But as I think that's the perspective as someone that has the opportunity to go in there all the time. I think as a one time every, you know, two or three years or whatever, like most people go on vacation to Walt Disney World. It's an experience where... Yes, we can chat a little bit, but we that's not really about our conversation with each other. It's like, let's experience this together in our surroundings, where if you're a local, 
you don't really care about that because you, you're just there with friends. And But even if I was there, even just from the standpoint of having the quote-unquote experience, it's so – it's you're trying – they're trying too hard. They're just trying too hard. Where, you know, Trader Sam's in California is just cool. They're not trying to be cool. It just is. Disney World is trying to be cool. I, I, and and this is what – anytime they do this ripoff of something going on in California – Disney World screws it up because, oh, look, we can do it, too. The idea is our best stuff. You know, go back to Adventurers Club. It was original, right? It was original. And that, if that was still around, that would be the top of my damn list, even though it's not a restaurant. Um, But that was Disney being cool. Trader Sam's is Disney trying way too hard. World trying way too hard. All right. I will give up a little bit saying that I think Disneyland's is cooler, but I don't think that it means that ours is not cool. It just means it's a little less cool. Okay. Tries okay. too hard. Um, all right. Next on my list, um, 50s primetime mm-hmm. cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most entertaining places you'll ever eat, especially if you've got, you get a good cast member who's really into the role. I've had some really memorable experiences. If you're not familiar with it, this is kind of themed around what a 50s uh, sitcom kitchen yep. would look like. Um, you're all family. You're all cousins. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting around a kitchen table being served, you know, quintessential classic American comfort food. And... You know, there and there's a lot of back and forth with the cast members, and if you uh, if you if they overhear you using uh, a bad word, you you may get a, a a hat made for you that says potty mouth on it. Um, if uh, you don't eat your vegetables, they may you know draw attention to you and then make airplane noises as they try and feed you your vegetables or make you stand in the corner. Um, I did that to my nephew once, my nephew James, where um, I didn't want to eat my vegetables, and I distracted him. And while he was distracted, I pushed all my vegetables onto his plate. That's fantastic. That's awesome. And then told – because he didn't like them. He didn't like the vegetables at all. And then the, he got he got called out by the cast awesome. member. Really cool experience. Now, that was, Lord, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. But – Still remember it, yes. like it was yesterday. And it is, it's still that good. <laughs> yes. I think, and it's that, still that good. Yeah, I think a lot of things with Walt Disney World, and it, this actually common ground made my list too. Mine too. Um, but I think with a lot of Walt Disney World things, unfortunately, I feel like over the last ten, fifteen years or whatever, it's like remember when this used to be so great. I feel like the service and the humor and all that kind of stuff they haven't watered it down. They no. haven't. It's the same experience, and it's still amazing. And I highly recommend the fried chicken and the meatloaf. And the, uh, it sounds kind of gross, but the peanut butter and jelly milkshake is really good. I yeah. love the pot roast. So I've not never been a fan of pot roast. Love their pot roast. But all right, so um, fiasco. Yes. One from your list, please. Uh, so real quick, along with uh, the fifties prime time, everything around that category of like those themed restaurants are all really good. So like Whispering Canyon, uh, Jungle Skipper Canteen. All have the whole staff uh, kind of playing along with a theme, and I think all three restaurants are are 
they have their own spin on their food, which could be either your thing or not. But I think they're all fantastic. But this, uh, my, my next pick, I, I know not everybody in the room is going to agree with for a fact. Uh, however, I like it. I do get the same thing every single time. I get the turkey club with the fried pickles. Which restaurant is it? But that's at Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. It's actually on my list. Oh, is it really? Good, go. good, good. It's actually on my list. Not because the food is any good. Because the food isn't good. Okay? It just isn't. But it is a unique venue. Yeah. Where you're sitting in cars, watching a drive-in movie, very much that kind of that 60s drive-in, watch a, you know, a, a cheesy sci-fi movie. They're running, they're running the promos from all these uh, old sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. So it is, you know, it's very unique. Yeah. But unfortunately, uh, you know, as opposed to 50s primetime and hoopty doo you're actually getting a good meal at those places. You're not getting one. Uh, in spite of apparently what he likes. Yeah, so I mean like I've gone there and I've tried I've tried other things back in the day and I remember thinking it was very mediocre. I wasn't crazy about it until I landed on this turkey club. I mean, I would recommend that if you think if you're like, oh the food at sci-fi is terrible, maybe give this turkey club a shot. And also they have fried pickles. And I love fried pickles. They're my, my go to side or snack. But um, it's like a, it's a whole grain wheat croissant and then turkey, tomato, and then they have like a, a avocado aioli. And it's just, it's the bomb.com. So I've never eaten at, at uh, Sci Fi. And I've wanted to, I just never have. But I've been in there before to look around. And what struck me when I was in there is how quiet. It is in that restaurant because everyone is enraptured by what is going by the show. Mm-hmm. The whole reason it's on your list is for the show. From little ones to grandma and grandpa, everyone is mesmerized by what's happening on the screen and the unique environment. So that's I look forward to getting to go. But um, it's very interesting. I've never heard a, a restaurant as quiet as that. Yeah. So. All right, what about you? What's okay. another one on your list? So on my list, um, the next thing I go to is Garden Grill at uh, in the Lamb Pavilion at Epcot. So while it's a character dining establishment, it's also a rotating, revolving restaurant. And so um, as, as someone who loves the history, I love living with the land. I love old Epcot, the whole nine yards. And the house that sits in living with the land, if you're eating in the Garden Grill restaurant, you actually get to see into the second story window yeah. of the house. And you know, as you're sitting there, they've put that there, especially for the diners in the restaurant. Right. There's, you know, the whole bedroom is set up and there's a lamp that's lit on the bedside table. And I just, when I saw that, I was, I, I was so geeked out about that because I did that just for me. Because for us who get to eat in this that's restaurant. That's old school Disney details. It is. Yeah. You're exactly yeah. right. And I Unfortunately, just it. it is old school. It's not new school, but. But it was really, really cool. And the characters come straight to your table. You don't have to schlep the kids all over the restaurant. And the meal is also particularly it good. It is really yummy. Um, I got to say, Garden Grill, uh, the last few times I've yeah. been there for breakfast or for dinner, yeah. um, I've had very good experiences. So, <laughs> And the character interaction was wonderful. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, I'm taking some, uh, some, some, some liberty with this list. 
Um, I've gone outside Disney World for two of my... Okay. And over to The Wonder. I've been on The Wonder twice this year. And I cannot do great places to eat with, uh, with, with, with shows and not talk about Tiana's place on The Wonder. Because I'm going to tell you something. The entertainment during those meals was absolutely incredible. Like some of the best I've ever seen. They have this three-piece jazz band. Um, and this guy, the lead singer, I don't, I don't know his name, but the lead singer of this band, this guy, this guy could do albums. This guy wow. could do... Wow. When I tell you he is absolutely incredible, just unbelievable. And then the cast members that play Tiana... Um, same. Th- I mean, like it, it, it. It's unbelievable. I've never been on the Wonder, but I've watched. I I know about Tiana's place, and I've specifically watched YouTube videos, just as many as I could, because I'm enamored by the idea of it. And I think it's kind of crazy that there's never been a Tiana's place brought to. You know, that would right if they could. But you see, I don't know. If they, it's the problem because one, um, another one on my list is Animator's Palette, specifically. The older animators' yes. palettes on the Magic and the Wonder, mm-hmm. um, the shows that are done during the meal, throughout the meal. But the thing is, is those are all timed because you have to, you know, on a cruise, you have to start your meal at a certain time, and it's going to end roughly around a certain time. You can't do that. I wonder a, if they could, out. if they could make some sort of alternative version where well, it kind of. Go, you know, goes on a cycle or something like that, where it doesn't matter when you enter into the show; it's performing all the time. I guess they could. They could do dinner, you know, true dinner theater with it. Yeah. Um, but, but Tiana's at the New Reflections because yeah. we know we're getting a Princess and the Frog themed restaurant. Yeah, true, yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing if it was just taken from the Wonder <sighs> and placed on the waterside there at Reflections? I'll that's get in line now. Amazing, especially if you get the the guy that sings on the one on the Wonder. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just awesome. So, what about you, Steve? Uh, uh, Fiasco addressed it a little bit, but uh, Skipper Canteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not over the top entertainment because you know there's no stage and all. But the just the uh, the the servers are always in character. They always have jokes. Uh, it's really great food. Probably some of the best in the Magic Kingdom, in my opinion, if not the best in the Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, it's just a funny. You know, they have you know kind of shared jokes from uh, the Jungle Cruise, if you've been on the Jungle Cruise before. I don't know. I, I like it. I think, you know, it's not, of, of my list, it's probably the least of the entertainment side of things, but... Yeah, I mean, I like Jungle Skipper Canteen. Never would have made my list as a show. Um, a couple of jokes at the t- at table side doesn't cut it. And for me, in terms mm-hmm. of the, you know, what I'd be looking for, not when we're talking about 50s primetime, not when we're talking about um, uh, hoopty do things like that. Um, I don't think it. I personally, I mean, I like Jungle Skipper Canteen. I've given it good reviews. Um, but I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't characterize it as a show. So I'm sorry, Steve. You're wrong. I'm wrong. Well, my husband and I spent about ten minutes in the library, the little library pass through, mm-hmm. looking at all the spines of all the books because there's tons of Disney history nods there's a wink yeah. and a nod in every book it's awesome one of Just, the you know the butterfly collection uh-huh yeah i think some of those are lillian disney's butterflies the, the whole collection oh uh, yeah, yeah it was it's 
all the butterflies at Jungle Skipper is her own personal collection that they put up. That's so cool. That is cool. I mean, that's just a nod in your general direction, and I love any time that's given to to people. All right, with every just because we got to wrap up. With everything that's on your list, I want you to pick one, one that you think is the best dinner and show at Walt Disney World fiasco. Hmm. Hmm. Come back to me. I want to think about it. Oh, mine's easy. I can go. Hoop de doo by a mile. It's not. It's like in another tier, way above the rest of any of the things I mentioned. Without a doubt, hoop de doo, one hundred percent. I have to say that hoop de doo. Uh, the, the the food is great. The entertainment is great. Yeah. Consistently, um, and you could do a lot worse and pay a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's an interactive element, the washboards, when you're just, you know, playing along for the kids. That's huge. If your kid buys in on what and feels comfortable with what's going on, that's and the food is so good. I not to get too Disney nerd about this, but I love Disney Parks history. I love the mm-hmm. early history of Disneyland and World, so the nineteen seventies era for World and the fifties and sixties at land. Uh, and I think that there's something special that's been bottled and maintained at Hoop Dee Doo that has that magic. That, uh, you know, I feel like you get to teleport yourself or, or, or go back in time when you go to Hoop Dee Doo and experience like what Walt Disney World was. I wasn't alive for it, but it feels like that was the experience that was had back then. I agree. I think they. That's why I say when they. You know, when I say they haven't really changed it much, that's. I think part of its appeal mm-hmm. is that it is that it is that classic Disney experience and they've left it alone. Mm-hmm. They have left it alone so far. I will tell you normally I wouldn't get I don't get too worked up when they close things. I'll get upset, but I'll tell you I would start a campaign if they ever tried to. It was a rumor we we'd gotten a rumor months ago that as part of what they were doing with reflections, they were going to get rid of oh, dear. Uh, hoop-de-doo. It turned out that it was Mickey's Backyard Barbecue that was going, which no one's shedding a tear over. <laughs> um, but had it been hoop-de-doo, I honestly would have started a campaign. So, But you agree, hoop-de-doo? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just something for everyone, and it is so much fun. And and if you're show adver- adverse, adverse, and you just don't want to be as interactive as others, there are opportunities. You can sit upstairs and kind of be removed from things if you just want to observe Yeah, if you don't, right. If you don't want the, because it happened to me, it happened to me Tuesday night because of where I was sitting. Uh, The one woman came and like sat on my lap and there was a spotlight on me and we had just spent like 10 hours running around the parks and doing all that stuff. And I'm like, Oh my (laughs) God. But she was, it was, it was so much fun. But if you don't want that experience, you sit upstairs, you sit upstairs, you do a, a a category one and two, I believe are on the floor. Category three is upstairs, less expensive as well. Just, I'll make this really quick. It is a little bit more of an, of an expensive dining experience, but not, like when you compare it to something like a signature, it's seventy dollars. Right. Yeah, it's seventy. I, I'm telling you, you show me where you can get a better meal and show yeah. for seventy bucks anywhere in this town. Yeah. You can't. That's, you can't. That's what I was gonna say. So 
the yeah. value yeah. is, is the value is still really really good even though if you've never been before you might say oh that's a lot of money i think the value is still above what you mm-hmm. even i i'm not saying there's nobody out there that'll say this but i've never met anybody that said i didn't think that was a good deal i didn't i thought that was too expensive but fiasco what about you yeah so i can't pick hoopty do just because it's been about 15 years since i've been there so i couldn't you know i couldn't give that opinion uh i gotta get back there but i'm probably gonna have to say sci-fi um i mean against popular opinion i and i do order the same thing every single time i probably haven't ordered anything different in the past like two years but that sandwich i really do love it a lot and then also where can you really get that drive-in experience i know there's still drive-ins but they're rare and they don't happen often. Like a lot of drive-ins now, like they use their lots for different things. Um, and I, I love drive-ins. I love drive-ins as a kid, and I loved the uh, the vintage the vintage vibes. It, it make, every time I go to Sci-Fi, it feels good. I, I feel good. Mm. It's retro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something that Hollywood Studios has always done well. That retro, Absolutely. you know, you, even just like the Art Deco yep. uh, design of the entranceway and some of the buildings and. Um, they, you know, I've always loved that about Hollywood Studios. I think it's now lessened yeah. with, uh, you know, Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge uh, to a degree. But I still like that it's got that that feel to it. So, all right, well, there you have it, folks. That's our discussion on the best restaurants at Walt Disney World with shows and Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> and that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week with another edition of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, folks.